The following is another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents high school baseball. 1-1 pitch. Fastball hit to right field and well hit. That one's going to be over his head all the way to the wall and off the wall. That'll be at least a double. They'll send the runner. The cutoff throw. And they will not have a play at the plate. It's a triple. Brayden Anderson. Today, it's the opening rounds of the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament from Lincoln. High School Baseball and ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Let's see if Faye brings another one home. Here it is. Curveball punched towards left field, and it's going to fall in there. Both runs will come around to score. It's a five-run inning for Carney and a two-RBI single for Easton Bruce. The Bearcats will need to pick up two wins today to advance to the final day of this year's tournament. It's the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament featuring the Kearney Bearcats. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Lincoln right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 627-1064. And good evening, everyone. Doug Duda with you here and our producer-engineer Jeff Babel from Den Hartog Field in Lincoln for continuing coverage of the Heartland Athletic Conference Baseball Tournament. Unfortunately for Carney, it's in a consolation role tonight. They were beaten by Lincoln North Star 2-1 to this afternoon, and then North Star jumped on Lincoln East 7-0 but could not hold it and fell in eight innings 10-9, a two-out one-two pitch that was, or two-two pitch, I believe it was, that was just singled back up the middle and actually bounced over the second base bag, and that allowed Lincoln East to win it. They scored three in the sixth, two in the seventh to tie it, and then one in the eighth to win it. So the top four seeds have all advanced on, and we'll get to that here in a little bit. You are listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on ESPN Radio and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We're at 92.1 FM and 1460 AM, and we will take a look at the starting lineups right after this. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups, Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. 
Here's what's happened so far today in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament in the opening games. Besides North Star beating Kearney 2-1, Columbus had to go to their last at battle walk-off in the bottom of the seventh to beat Lincoln Northeast in the 5-12 matchup, 5-4. The six-seed Lincoln Southeast blanked the 11-seed Norfolk in five innings, 15-0. And Grand Island in five innings, the seven-seed beat this Lincoln High team by a score of 11-1. As we told you, Lincoln East, an eight-inning win over Lincoln North Star. And so they will advance on to the 12 noon semifinal game, which we presume will be Saturday. You wouldn't think it right now weather-wise, but it's not going to be good tomorrow. They will take on Lincoln Pius the 10th. Pius, the number four seed, had a no-hitter in a 4-0 win over Columbus. In the bottom half of the bracket, Archbishop Bergen did shut down Grand Island 7-1. And so Bergen will face the three seed Lincoln Southwest, who beat Lincoln Southeast by a score of 7-4. Let's take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for Lincoln High in center field, Chase Martin. Batting second at shortstop, Carson Hillhouse. Batting third and doing the catching is Alex Gable. The cleanup hitter is the left fielder, Carson Dutter. Batting fifth, the designated hitter, Ethan Warren. On the mound and batting sixth is Garrett Salisbury. Batting seventh and playing third base is Tanner Leadley. Batting eighth at first base is Boston Workman. And in right field, batting ninth is Kai Crabb. Damian Rogers will play second base, but Warren is the designated hitter. John Byerman is the head coach, the young man leading the way for Lincoln High, who comes in with a record of 4-9 and nine on the season and lost to Kearney on Saturday in that double duel by a score of 13-1. to one. Uh, Their four wins this year have come across Norfolk in a split doubleheader, Crete, Omaha Bryan, and Omaha Northwest. But boy, have they struggled here in their last five ball games. 10-0 to Bergen, 5-1 to Columbus, 13-1 to Kearney, 25-4 to Southwest, and then earlier today, 11-1 to Grand Island. But they have won four baseball games, so they were 4-4 before uh, the... Uh, after their tournament up there at Omaha Northwest where they went 2-1, and one, beating Bryant and Northwest and falling to Omaha Burke. So we will see how things play out. And, of course, for Burke, that's their only win of the season so far. Uh, they, Excuse me, they're 4-9 because it was a 10-1 victory. I was looking at the wrong column. But anyway, High was 4-4, four and four, and now they have dropped five consecutive ball games. For the Cardi Bearcats, They'll start with second baseman Reese Bober in the leadoff spot again. The designated hitter is Braden Anderson. He was the starting pitcher and the hard luck loser in our first game. Batting third in right field, Cale Conrad. Batting fourth at first base, Tanner Johnson. In center field, batting fifth is Easton Bruce. Batting sixth in left field is Max Myers. At third base, batting seventh, Corbin Rich. Doing the catching in the second game today. And batting eighth is Dylan Welsh. And at shortstop, batting ninth, Seth Altwine. Getting the start on the mound for this ball game is Ethan Maracek, who missed the first half of Carney's season with an injury and now getting a couple of uh, chances here on the mound and a start here this evening against Lincoln High. Carney High comes in with a record of 8-10 and 10 on the season. Head coach is Brad Archer, assisted by Matt Connett and Josh Redman. Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We're getting close to first pitch between the Bearcats and the Lynx here on ESPN Tri-Cities. 
Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615. Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana and Wood River. Well, one thing about losing the first game is we will not see Cal Higgins start. Matt Conant told us in the postgame they'll probably get Cal in to throw a few pitches and then start him in Monday's game, the next contest for Kearney when they go to Millard North. Our next action will be one week from today, Thursday, when Omaha Creighton Prep uh, comes to Carney, and that will be a doubleheader that gets underway next Thursday at 3 o'clock. Then they, uh, a week from Saturday, go back up to Norfolk to play Grand Island and Omaha South in a double duel. Really only a couple of games left on the road, but they're both in the Metro, as we said, Monday at Millard North, and then on the 27th, they will go to Bellevue East. They still have Lincoln Southwest and Omaha Burke coming home outside of that trip to Norfolk. So Creighton Prep, and then the final two games, May 1st and 3rd, Lincoln Southwest and Omaha Burke coming into town. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. The hands have been shaken. The umpires have had their meeting with the coaches. Now we just wait for Carney High to take the field and get their warm-up pitches. And we'll be back with the start of this Heartland Athletic Conference game between Lincoln High and Kearney right after this. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. 
Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. We'll keep you up to date on the NCAA Volleyball Tournament going on at the CHI Center in Omaha. The evening session, Texas has taken the first set from Wright State. Minnesota has taken the first set from Georgia Tech. Wisconsin has taken the first set from Weber State. And Kentucky is battling UNLV in the opening set. The Wildcats of Kentucky lead it 22-15. to Earlier today, Nebraska straight set winner over Texas State, 25-18, and 20. They will face Baylor in the Sweet 16. We're ready to get things going. And for Lincoln High, Chase Martin, Carson Hillhouse, and Alex Gable to face Ethan Marachik, who gets the start here for the Bearcats. The left-hander toes the rubber, and the windup and the first pitch is on the way, and it's... Just outside for strike number one. First pitch, 6.40 p.m. So 6.40. The first pitch here this evening, about 40 minutes behind time. But again, we had uh, an extra inning affair right before us. Next pitch is up and away. So ball two, 2-0 two and oh to Chase Martin. Taking a look at our... Weather conditions as we do get our ball game underway here. Again, it hasn't been very windy today. It's currently 49 degrees. Say that the winds are out of the northeast at 8 miles an hour. Feels like 45 out there, so not too terribly bad. And the 2-0 pitch from Marachik is down the middle for strike number one. Our umpires have had a long day, too. The same two guys have done them all. We had uh, Jacob Yeager behind the plate for the first two. Now Chris Giannunzio switches the gear and gets back there for game number three. The 2-1 pitch, low and in, ball three. And because of the late start, no one wants to see a lot of walks in this baseball game. But Marachik moving the ball around the zone. Leadoff hitter, three balls, one strike. And the wind and the pitch. Going to be grounded towards short. Right at Altwine, he scoops it up, throws it across. Then Tanner Johnson can't scoop it out. They're going to call him safe. It's going to be an error on the shortstop. And again, you're playing off the turf here, which Carney is used to at home, but it always takes a little bit different bounce than it would off the dirt. But absolutely the one thing the Bearcats have had to try to overcome, yes, they haven't hit the ball, but that's whole different than getting the ball over to first. And Coach Archer said it in our first pregame today, it's not so much fielding the ball, it's throwing the ball. So Martin reaches on the throwing air, and Carson Hillhouse will step in there for Lincoln High, and he'll foul it straight back to the screen, brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Amy Johnson or Teresa DeLate. Checking the runner at first. Marachik brings it home. It's a fastball high. Ball one. One and one. You're listening to KXPN Carney, or online as well. PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming brought to you by the friends at 
Barney Insurance, Carney, Lincoln, Holdridge, and Lexington. And the fastball's outside to Hillhouse. It's two on one. Two and one. Again, most of the crowd here kind of split. Carney had about a four and a half hour wait, obviously. As their game got done just a little after two o'clock, even though it was a two one game, it did take a little while. Deep into a lot of counts, especially for Carney pitching. Now the two one pitch from Marachik swung on and fouled back over our heads and Normally we would say the parking lot, but that's not the way it is. If it goes over the press box here, it heads back towards Seacrest Field at Lincoln East High School. Defensively for Carney, it's a little bit different look. And for some of the guys, they're back in the starting positions they had earlier in the year when Max Myers doesn't catch, and that's not very often. He's in the outfield. He's in left, Easton Bruce center, Cale Conrad in right. The 2-2 pitch now to Hillhouse, and he'll tower it into left center field. Bruce coming in. Still coming in, and he'll make the catch for the first out of the baseball game. That'll bring up the catcher, Alex Gable. Infield, Corbin Rich is over at third. He was one of the guys having some throwing errors, so they brought him over to first and let Braden Anderson play there, but they're DH and Anderson. Seth Altwine's at short. Reese Bober's at second. Tanner Johnson had some issues over at first. He is back over there trying to work those out. Dylan Welsh getting the catching job here in game two. And as we said, Ethan Marachik doing the pitching. One on, one out, just underway here in the first inning for Lincoln High. And the first pitch is going to be popped into foul ground just off the first base bag, and Tanner Johnson is able to haul that one in. So Alex Gable records the second out here of the ball game after the error to get things started. Now Carson Dutter will have to find a way to keep this inning going for the Lynx. One on, two out, top of the first. And Dutter will stand in there. Carney again playing straight up, but maybe a little more shallow in the outfield than they were earlier in the game or most of the season, unless the wind was blowing differently. Marachik steps off the rubber and looks at first. Now we'll reset. Again, awaiting the first pitch here to Carson Dutter. Marachik finally comes set and brings the first pitch home. It's going to be a little bit outside for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Carney, the home team here. Again, kind of strange how things worked out. The same teams that Carney played Saturday right here as the teams they're playing today. And the throw over to first. Martin has about a two-step lead over there. So he's back safely easily. And Marachik now back on the hill. One out away from setting the links down here at the top of the first inning. And Marachik's pitch. There's a good one that just missed. We might have a small zone here. It's just outside, ball two. 2-0. 2-0. Different zone. Doesn't mean it's right or wrong, but you have a different umpire, obviously, than we had in the first two games. 2-0 pitch now to Carson Dutter. Ethan Warren on deck, and that one is way outside. Ball three. So Martin reached on an error, 
Hillhouse flew out to center. Gable fouled out to first, and Dutter's ahead in the count, 3-0, with Ethan Warren on deck. Lincoln Northstar scored a run in the first, and that was a big one because they did it with just one hit in the first game, and they win by one. A couple of walks in that inning. And the 3-0 pitch. They'll give him this one, strike one, as Welsh brings it back in. Off the outside corner, 3-1. and one. Dutter, the cleanup hitter, you know he wants to swing the bat, but he's watched four go by here in his first plate appearance of the ball game. Beaten by Grand Island earlier, 11-1. to one. The pitch, there goes the runner, and that's going to be hit towards right field and shallow, but not too shallow that it can't be played by Kale Conrad, and he'll haul it in. So after the leadoff error, Carney's able to get the job done. No runs, no hits, one error. One man left on. We're through a half an inning. It's Lincoln High nothing. And Carney coming to bat. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. Injury Report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. For the Bearcats, just a couple of kids that aren't suited up uh, for today's ball game in Corin Conrad and Colin Fruling. But outside of that, the crew that uh, the Bearcats had hoped out there, and hopefully we stay healthy throughout the baseball game. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. Reese Bober will start it off here for the Bearcats as Lincoln High scoreless in the top of the first. Bober, Anderson, Conrad. And then it's Johnson, Bruce Myers, Rich, Welsh, Altwine. And again, not a lot of stats to give you from the first game because Carney only managed three hits in that contest. A double by Corbin Rich, a single by Seth Altwine, and a single by Cale Conrad. And the first pitch here by Salisbury bounces to the plate, ball one. So Garrett Salisbury quickly ready to go again with the 1-0 pitch. And he'll fire this fastball just outside, ball two, 2-0. And again, the links 
like a lot of the schools, either you are or you aren't when you're in a big city trying to win with a team that uh, is put together by Lincoln kids, and you can kind of go anywhere you want. And so Lincoln's on the back end of that. Three, four years ago, the boys' sports had really taken a uptick, and now they're on the downside of that. Again, ball three outside to Reese Bober, not what Salisbury was hoping for to start the ball game. The 3-0 pitch to Bober, and this one is low. Can't call it, so it's ball four. A four-pitch walk to start the ball game here for Reese Bober, and that'll bring up Braden Anderson, the designated hitter. Pitch to beauty, especially the final four and two-thirds innings that he was in there today. Hit a pitch count, and he'll stand in there. Coach Brad Archer with the black jacket on over the sweatshirt. Not a very big lead at all over there by Bober. In fact, it's minuscule. He doesn't even have his right foot out there. And a curveball called strike one. So Bober breaks one off, strike one to Anderson. We'll set the defense here for you for Lincoln High. Carson Dutter in left, Chase Martin in center. Kai Crabb is in right. The 0-1 pitch now to Anderson. After the long pause, it's swung on and fouled back out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Robert Fitzgerald, Mark Shipperwright among your agents. In the infield, Tanner Leadley at third, Damian Rogers at second, Boston Workman at first, Carson Hillhouse is the shortstop, Alex Gable the catcher, and Garrett Salisbury on the mound has an 0-2 lead here on Braden Anderson. And the pitch. Curveball popped up into right center field. It's tailing towards right. Crab comes over, gets under it, and makes the catch for out number one. Kale Conrad now up for the Bearcats. Bearcat, right fielder number 10, Kale Conrad. He's a left-handed batter. Tried to get Carney a tie ball game in the sixth inning of that first game today. After Anderson walked, he singled. Then the two advanced to second and third on a wild pitch, but Carney grounded out and popped out to end the inning. The problem was the ground out was to the pitcher, couldn't advance home from third. So Conrad looks at one sail to the outside batter's box, ball one. This is KXPN Carney, Hastings, and our friends down the road here in Riverdale. The 1-0 pitch as Salisbury slowing down a little bit on the mound already. Now decides to throw to first. Workman will put the slap on him, but Bober is back in easily. Bober's over there after a four-pitch walk and then three straight strikes to Anderson, and he eventually flew out. 1-0 pitch, Salisbury on the way, and it's low and away. Ball two. Tanner Johnson on deck here for Carney. Just underway. Bottom of the first. We're scoreless. Playing straight up in center or in the outfield here for Lincoln High. Pinching it more towards center from the middle infielders. And there goes Bober on the steal. The throw down close, but Bober's in there safely. Good throw by Gable. And a stolen base, a rare stolen base for Carney. They sure haven't had many this year. And it's three balls and no strikes. So Conrad might end up getting a walk anyway. So a little herky-jerky so far here for Garrett Salisbury. 
Four balls, three strikes, now three straight balls. And the 3-0 to Conrad, and he's taking the strike over the outside corner for strike number one. Three and one to Conrad. Carney just trying to pick up their ninth win, and they'll get the weekend off from games, unfortunately. Not playing after this. It's win or go home. There is no backup. You do get two games here on the first day if you're in this position. And kind of a weird thing as he swings and fouls it off, they're the only ones that are guaranteed. I mean, if Lincoln East would have lost today, they would have only gotten one game as the number one seed. And they went from a three-team, a three-day tournament to a two-day tournament this year. That kind of changed things up as well. Full count now to Kale Conrad with Bober at second. Shortstop comes in behind him and no pickoff move. Salisbury delivers the 3-2 pitch. It's going to be slapped a slow roller towards second, and it goes under the second baseman's glove into right field. They'll try and score the run, and they will. Right fielder decides not to try and get it home. But an error on the second baseman allows Conrad to come around and put the first run on the board for Carney, and it's one to nothing. Tanner Johnson, the first baseman, will stand in there. Up and down for Johnson this season. As we said a couple of times, it was a rough start, and then he really kind of got things going, even against some of the better teams, and then struggled on Tuesday, and like most of the Bearcats, didn't have any success in the first game today against Teachin. Curveball outside, ball one. One nothing Carney here in the bottom of the first. Salisbury comes set again, and the pitch throws it outside, ball two. Two and oh to Johnson, with Conrad standing at first after reaching on the air, and Bober comes in to score. Johnson looking for something that he can drive. Check the runner at first again, not a very big lead. Throws over there anyway. Back in safely is Conrad. Royals baseball tonight on the breeze, 94.5. That gets underway with the first pitch at 7-10. They open up a series with the Blue Jays. Took two of three from the Angels, the last two, including 6-1 yesterday. 2-0 pitch to Johnson. Down the pipe that's fouled back out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. one nothing Carney. And it's cold, and there's not a lot of action, so the fans are kind of quiet right now. My PA man's going to fire things up in between pitches, maybe. Two balls, one strike. Fastball out, ball three. And if you walk everybody, that really takes the fans out of it. We've got a walk, an air, a fly out. It's three and one. Salisbury checks over at first. And the 3-1 pitch. On the way to Tanner Johnson. There goes the runner, and it's ball four. So the second walk of the inning. And Johnson will trot down to first. Conrad's at second. That'll bring up the center fielder, Easton Bruce. Center fielder, number one, Easton Bruce. Bruce was able to defensively haul in the first out of the ball game in center field. Again, Bruce, a lefty. Conrad Johnson, Bruce, all lefties. Three straight here in the 
Middle of the order for Carney High. He really stands up on top of the plate. Two men on, one out. The pitch from Salisbury is going to be rocketed towards center field. That is well hit, but the center fielder, Chase Martin, is able to get under it and make the catch. No tag for Carney. Bruce tagged it, but out to fairly deep center field. And that will bring up the left fielder, Max Myers. Two on, two out here in the bottom of the first. Carney has pushed across the run. An unearned run on the air. Myers in the first game today, as we said, he was very democratic about it. He flew out all three times, once to left, once to center, once to right. See if he can get something on the ground here or square it up against Salisbury. With two on and two out, first pitch bounces away. It's going to be a wild pitch. The runners will advance. Second and third, two runners now in scoring position. There is one other consolation game that's going on right now over at Sherman Field, Norfolk, and Lincoln Northeast are battling that one. Northeast just about pulled the upset, fell to Columbus 5-4. One and to Myers. Playing left field in this ball game, and another one that bounces, but the catcher, Alex Gable, able to keep it in front this time. Ball 2, 2-0. At the NCAA Volleyball Tournament, Texas is up two sets to none on Wright State. Wisconsin, the number one team, leading Weber State 2-0. Kentucky took the first set from UNLV. And Minnesota is now up 2-0, just taking the second set from Georgia Tech. The pitch, fastball, misses outside. Ball three, again, not by much. 3-0. So Salisbury in danger of walking his third batter here in the first inning. 3-0 3-0 count. Myers taking all the way, and it's ball four, and the bases are loaded. So Myers at first, Johnson at second, Conrad at third, and that'll bring up Corbin Rich, and we will get a trip to the mound here. That'll give us a chance to tell you that Carney High Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you by Fanatics, Johnson Landscape, Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, and Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Bottom of the first consolation game, one to nothing. Interesting thing here is Corbin Rich probably has the most power of any of the batters. And as we've said the last few times, his RBI total is good, but his batting average was struggling, and they moved him down to number seven, and then he went three for three and reached all four times against Grand Island. And he had a double to the wall and scored the only run of the game against Lincoln Northstar this afternoon. So now everybody's ready to go, it would appear. And Corbin Rich will stand in there. Bases loaded, a chance to open it up here in the first inning, but there are two outs. And Garrett Salisbury winds and fires. Strike one at the knees inside. 0-1 to Rich. Tough one for Corbin to hit, but he does like the ball inside, just not down there around the knees. Nobody really holding the runners on at all. The 0-1, curveball, strike two. Again, right down there around the knees, 0-2. So Salisbury shows that he can throw strikes, yet he has walked three batters. 0-2, bases loaded, two outs to Corbin Rich. The pitch, low and away, ball one. Dylan Walsh would be next. Rich, the seventh man to come to the plate. 
And that's always a killer if you've got seven guys come to the plate and only manage the one run. So big batter here for both Salisbury, the pitcher, and the offense of the Bearcats. Swung on and chopped towards third. It will be just foul. It looked like it hit the chalk. And then the third baseman, Tanner Leadley, fielded the ball just in foul territory. So we'll do it again. One and two to Corbin Rich. One nothing, Carney. Bottom of the first here on ESPN Radio. Again, had about a 40-minute late start. Our first game went, or our second game of the day, went extra innings. East able to rally for a 10-9 win over Lincoln North Star in eight innings in a game that they trailed. Seven to nothing and nine to four going to the bottom of the sixth. Here's the pitch to Rich. It is going to be just low. Salisbury was actually heading to the dugout. The first two pitches were at the knees. That one looked like it was a little bit lower than that. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Bases jacked here. Bottom of the first for Corbin Rich. Looking for one that he can send the other way. And the two two on the way. Curveball inside ball three. Full count, so Rich was down 0-2. He's worked it to 3-2, and the runners will be on the move. Conrad at third, Johnson at second, Myers at first. Salisbury, big pitch here at the 3-2. Comes set and fires. Fastball low, ball four. The fourth walk of the inning after he had Rich down 0-2. So Rich... We'll get the first RBI of the ball game on a bases-loaded walk. Carney will take a 2-0 lead, and that'll bring up the catcher, Dylan Welsh. Welsh getting his first plate appearance of the day. Number 16, catcher Dylan Welsh. Welsh coming in at just a 160 batting average. Catcher goes out to talk to his pitcher, Salisbury. Welsh also a lefty. Carney's got plenty of those out there. But again, the Bearcats, two runs, no hits. They still have three hits today. And Welsh stands in there. I'm sure Gable says just fired down the middle of this guy. Tries to and got the outside corner strike one. 0-1 to Welsh. It'll be five, six, and seven hitters for Lincoln High when they come to bat in the second inning. Welsh waving the bat. And the pitch. A little low, ball one, one and one. Right down the pipe, but low. <laughs> Always good to hear the fans and their opinions. A one-one pitch now to Welsh. Curve ball, and that breaks across the plate for called strike two. Seth Altwine, the number nine hitter, is on deck. And Welsh hoping to put the ball in play. Down to the count now, one and two. Bases still juiced with two outs here in the bottom of the first, two-nothing Carney. And Garrett Salisbury delivers way outside. His catcher set up out there, and it went even farther. Ball two, two and two. Lincoln High had the leadoff man reach on an error, but couldn't get him in in the first. 2-2 2-2 pitch to Welsh on the way, and that is low. Had to be blocked by the catcher, and here we go again. 
Three and two. Salisbury having a hard time finding that third strike. Nobody's warming up, but I would imagine Lincoln High has somebody on the field that would come in in relief. 3-2 pitch. There go the runners. Swung on and missed. Strike three. So Carney High manages to leave the bases loaded here in the bottom of the first. Two runs, no hits. There were no errors. The bases were left loaded. After one, Carney two and Lincoln nothing. You're listening to the Heartland Athletic Conference Baseball Tournament on ESPN Tri-Cities. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. With our producer-engineer Jeff Babel, Doug Duda back with you here at Den Hartung Field on the campus of Lincoln East, bringing you Kearney High Baseball. Brought to you in part by ENT Physicians, Home Real Estate, The Mike Shed, and Great Western Bank. 2-0 Kearney after one inning. Lincoln High will go with the designated hitter Ethan Warren, pitcher Garrett Salisbury, and third baseman Tanner Leadley. No hits by either team in the first inning. Playing the consolation round here in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. Each team held just one run in their first game today, but in totally different fashion. Two to one, Carney falls to North Star, and Grand Island beat this Lincoln High team by a score of 11 to one. So here we go with. Ethan Warren, the designated hitter against Carney's Ethan Maracek. And Maracek gets the sweeper across the plate for strike one. Worked it inside, called strike one. Maracek coming off the injury, a pitcher that Carney was hoping that they could count on here. And we'll see way more work in the second half of the season, obviously, for Coach Archer. This one's going to be popped up down the first base side, but it's too far, and Johnson... Won't be able to get to it. It actually hit the lights and came back into play. Strike two, 0-2. Oh Our foul balls brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Steve Corum or Rhonda Johnson, your home real estate agents. And Marachik ahead in the count. No balls and two strikes. And the 0-2 pitch fouled away down the right field line. Out of play again, but that one was much deeper. Warren's a tall kid. A little beef to him. He gave that one a ride, but it was out of play again. But Maracic threw a strike, and we haven't seen a lot of the guys ahead in the count 0-2 today throw a strike. Maracic's 0-2 pitch. That one's hammered into center field. Bruce comes over, and it bounces in front of him. And that's one of the reasons I suppose you don't always throw strikes every pitch, but 
At least we have our first base hit of the ball game, a solid single to center by Ethan Warren. And so here comes Garrett Salisbury, chance to help himself. And we'll see Coach Byerman down there. Wants to play small ball here with his links who have struggled to score runs. Salisbury awaits the pitch from Marachik. Swinging away, and he's through the first one for strike one. So for the second straight inning, Lincoln High does have their leadoff man aboard. As we said, they're 4-9. They have dropped five straight contests after taking two of three in an Omaha tournament. And the 0-1 pitch. Again, Marachik taking a long time looking at first. He's not going anywhere. Out and away, ball one. One and one. Been cloudy all day, but just a little sun peeking through on our outfielders. And the light has lights on here at Den Hartug for our final game of the night. Top of the second, 2-0, Carney. Throw over to first. And again, no significant lead, so back in there safely is Warren. Our next Carney baseball broadcast one week from today, a doubleheader with Creighton Prep beginning at three at Memorial Field. And Marachik now on the one-one. Kicks and delivers. It's up and away, ball two, two and one to Garrett Salisbury with Lead Lee, the third baseman on deck. Marachik checks the runner again. Again, not a big lead and delivers. This one is fouled back to the screen directly enough that it makes some fans move a little bit. Two balls, two strikes to Garrett Salisbury. One on, nobody out here in the top of the second inning. Carney leading it two to nothing over Lincoln High. Second meeting of the week as they played down here on Saturday. An easy Carney win, 13-1. And Marachik. Brings it home. Swung on and missed. It's low, but there's a runner on first, so he didn't have to grab it. And that'll be Marachik's first strikeout of the ball game. That'll bring up the third baseman for the Lynx in Tanner Leadley. He is also a left-handed batter. Warren, who had the first hit of the ball game, remains down there at first. So Leadley steps in there and will try and help things out here against Marachik, the lefty versus lefty matchup. Gets that back elbow real high here in his stance. And the pitch. Going to sail outside. Ball one. So Marachik is definitely mixing up his pitches. Doesn't matter if it's the first pitch of the at-bat or the fourth or fifth. He'll throw some off speed. And the 1-0 now to Leadley. The nod, the fire. Swung on a mighty cut and threw it for strike one. One and one. Leadley might have thought it was a little bit high as he shakes his head, but he is a little bigger cat. He could handle that fastball that's a little up in the zone. One ball, one strike. And the pitch to Leadley is going to be outside. Ball two for Marachik, two and one. Boston Workman is on deck, the first baseman for the Lynx. One on, one out here in the top of the second. It's still 2-0 Carney, utilizing four walks and an error in the bottom of the first to score those two runs. Leadley now awaits the 2-1 pitch. Marachik as Welsh sets up outside, and it's up and away, ball three. 
Signals being flashed over there by Coach Byerman. Inching off first is Ethan Warren. A little bit bigger lead by about a half step. Morachik's 3-1 pitch. Two lead lead. Swung on and hit right at third. Rich has it, throws back over to first. They got him a double play. A nice pick off the turf by Tanner Johnson. And Leadley, tough luck for him. He lines into the double play. So no runs, one hit, no errors, and nobody left on. We go to the bottom of the second. Carney two and Lincoln nothing. You're listening to Conference Baseball Tournament Action from Lincoln, brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. Carney High Boys soccer team beat Norfolk 3-1. Grand Island golf team wins the Hastings Golf Invitational at Lachlan Country Club today. Carney Tennis Devils invite also taking place today at Harmon Park. And we may have some Results on those for you before the end of our ball game. Nine, one, and two for Carney here in the bottom of the second. Seth Altwine, Reese Bober, and Braden Anderson. Carney leading it by a score of two to nothing, but looking for their first hit. And Garrett Salisbury on the mound. First pitch is in there for called strike one. Altwine had the only RBI of the ball game. He ripped one off the third baseman that they could not pick up and make a play on. And the pitch is going to be popped into right field. Again, Carney has sure elevated a lot of them. Coming in and making the catch is Kai Crabb, his second put out of the ball game. So Altwine flies out to right, and that will bring up Reese Bober. He started the game with a four-pitch walk. Stole second, came around to score on the air. Now he'll stand in there with the bases empty. And our second trip through the lineup here for the Bearcats. And the pitch to Bober. Swung on and hit straight at the center fielder, Chase Martin. Martin comes over, down to a knee, and makes the catch. So hit hard, but Bober lines out to center field. Three pitches and two outs, so that'll bring up Braden Anderson. The designated hitter flew out to right field in the first. Two quick outs here in the bottom of the second for Carney High in the first pitch. Anderson will see a curveball low, ball one. 1-0. One 
Carney eight and ten, five, six and three in their last nine games. And the pitch to Anderson almost hit him. Had to dance out of the way. Ball two. Kale Conrad would be next. Carney just wants to get some base hits. That's where it starts. Pretty quiet the last 13 innings or so. They had seven hits in the first two innings against Grand Island. And then three the rest of the way. Three in the game. First one today. Still looking for their first hit here as the pitch is low. Ball three. And Salisbury's 3-0 pitch to Anderson. Strike one. Again, Salisbury has already walked four batters. Got him in all that trouble in inning number one. 3-1 pitch to Anderson, and that is outside and low, ball four. So the fifth walk of the game, a two-out walk here with the bases empty to Braden Anderson, and that'll bring up the right fielder, Kale Conrad, reached on an error and scored the second run with the bases loaded walk in the first. Salisbury checks with his catcher, Gable. Lead away from first for Anderson. Again, a safe lead for him as well. And Garrett Salisbury will check the runner. Now the pitch to Conrad. It's going to be over the outside corner, strike one. So a little success to the left-handed batters to the outside portion of the plate for Garrett Salisbury. Still not sure if I've done it or how many times I will call him Jake at some point tonight. Tennis coach, long time in Kearney. There's one into left center field. A base hit for Kearney High. Cale Conrad around second and on his way to third. And in there, going to be a single advancing to second on the throw for Cale Conrad. Anderson, I believe, was off on the pitch. Otherwise, he may not have been able to turn the corner and head into third. So Conrad at second, Anderson at third. Carney trying to get something going here with two outs, and the cleanup hitter is the first baseman, Tanner Johnson. He walked in the first inning. Tanner looking for his first hit of the day, his first hit of the week. This would be a good time for the young man. And the first pitch to Johnson, breaking ball outside. Ball one. 2-0 Carney. After the base hit by Cale Conrad. And the 1-0 pitch now to Johnson. Again, a breaking ball. Again, it's out. Ball two. So Johnson has seen six pitches from Garrett Salisbury, and they have all been outside the strike zone. Carney High finished second at uh, Hastings today. 304 for Grand Island, 310 for Carney. Pitch to Johnson. A little low. Ball three. And, man, there's just a couple. Well, there's more than a couple, but there are sure a couple guys that you love to see make contact for Carney because they can make it sail, and Johnson's one of them. 3-0 pitch, taken all the way. Ball four low, and that'll load him up. That is the sixth walk of the ball game for Garrett Salisbury, and Easton Bruce will stand in there with the bases jacked. 2-0. Carney left the bases loaded in the first. And this has all happened with Carney two outs. Walk, one, single two, walk. And Bruce flew out to center on a fairly well-hit ball the first time. 
on the first pitch he saw. Will Salisbury throw him a strike? Yes, and it's grounded just inside the bag. At first, that's foul. Jumped all over it. Strike one. Bruce had been the leadoff man for about the first two-thirds of Carney's games, and they have slowed him slowed him down a little bit because he has the potential to drive in runs. Oh, one pitch. Off speed. He's out ahead of it. Strike two. Oh, and two to Bruce. Boy, Salisbury... It's like playing three strikes on the price is right. You're reaching the bag, and you don't know what you're going to get. It's either way out, or he gets ahead of a batter 0-2. He's got six walks, and here he is ahead in the count 0-2 to one of the best hitters, Bruce. And he'll knock one right at first, and it's going to go into right field. Base hit. One run will score. Two runs. they got to play at the plate. No, it's cut off. And a two-RBI single here for Easton Bruce. He just pounded it into the ground, and it just got past the glove of Boston Workman. So two RBIs, and Carney now leads it 4 to nothing. able to get a base hit this time with two outs. Tanner Johnson got to second, and Myers, who walked to load the bases in the first, will stand in there. Trying to extend a little bit of the damage here. The pitch, breaking ball right in there, strike one. So Carney sent... Eight men to the plate in the first inning. This is the seventh man to come to the plate here in the second inning. So a lot of pitches already thrown by Garrett Salisbury. This one is in the dirt, but swung on and missed anyway, and the runners are going to try to advance, and they do. Tanner Johnson had a pretty good jump. So you get the strike, but it still goes down as a wild pitch because it bounced right at the plate. Johnson at third, Bruce at second. Even though Myers is down to the count 0-2, he's put the bat on the ball today. His average a little bit better than what we've seen. Let's see if he can put one in play here with two outs. And the pitch swung on and foul tipped. He'll stay alive. 0-2 as Gable goes back to pick it up. This is KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Live games and the podcasts are up when we finish each contest of all of our Carney baseball games and other sports from the winter and fall. Another 0-2 pitch to Myers. Fouled away. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Robert Kayat, Wendy Vosser, your home real estate agents. No balls, two strikes, two outs. Runners at second and third. Already two across here in the second inning. Again, twos are pretty wild for Max Myers. Number 2-4. Pitch. Swung at one of the dirt, it got away. He's got a chance to get to first, and he will. The bases will remain loaded. Johnson couldn't come down the line because that's where the ball had went, was up the third baseline. So you get the strikeout, which is the second of the ball game, but the bases are loaded. Myers at first, Bruce at second, Johnson at third, and Corbin Rich had the bases loaded walk. Salisbury was all around the plate, but Rich was able to walk him, uh, work the walk his first time. So again, the base is loaded, and Rich is up there. The pitch to Corbin. He's going to hit it high in the air to center field. Should be a can of corn for Chase Martin. Well, he's running in a long way, and he does make the catch on the run. Didn't get as far out there as I thought off the bat. 
So for the second straight inning, Carney leaves the bases loaded. And again, they do pick up two runs. They do that on two hits. There were no errors, and the bases left juice. After two complete, it's Carney four, Lincoln High nothing in the Heartland Athletic Conference Baseball Tournament on ESPN, brought to you by Great Western Bank. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney, voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. Well, there, producer engineer Jeff Babel, Doug Duda back with you here at Den Hartung Field. Thanks to Jason Owens and all the folks here for their hospitality, allowing us to bring you high school baseball. Yes, that Jason Owens, Carney fans, that's exactly the one. Link first baseman, Boston Workman. So Boston Workman, 8-9-1 here for Lincoln High in the top of the third. Workman, Kai Crab, and back to the top with Chase Martin against Ethan Morachik. And Morachik's first pitch is in there for strike number one. Morachik, one strikeout, no walks. Hasn't allowed a hit in the first, excuse me, did allow a hit to a Warren to start the second, but he was doubled up on the line out by Leadley. A one pitch from Morachik. Sweeper that's grounded softly towards short. Backhanded there by Altwine. Throws across, and they call him out. It took a long time for our first plate umpire to make the call. That was not tattooed, and when you're playing deep in the hole, sometimes you can beat those out, and it was bang, bang, but Workman will be called out on the ground out, and Kai Crab, the right fielder, will come in. 4-0 4-0 Carney, top of the third, but have left the bases loaded in both the first and second innings. Marachik's first pitch to Crab bounces, ball one. Lincoln High at 4-9, so they haven't played a ton of games at this portion of the season either. Talking about what they have coming after this pitch from Marachik. Swung on and missed. Strike one, one and one. So they also play Monday against Lincoln Northeast, and Northeast only has the one win, although they gave Columbus all they wanted today. And then they go to Omaha Bryan on Wednesday, it appears. A makeup game with Millard South on Thursday. Here's a chopper again towards third. Rich can't get it out of his glove. Again, that was a slow one that was in front of the shortstop, but Altwine would have never got it. And Rich had to try to pick it and throw it. And we're probably going to call that a hit. I'm not sure even if Rich comes up with it cleanly, he throws him out. So an infield single for the right fielder, Kai Crabb. Carney's got enough errors this season. They didn't need another one there. That was a tough play. Rich had one of those similar plays that he made in the first game today against North Star. 
So Chase Martin, who reached on an air to start the game, stands in, and he swings through the fastball, strike one, 0-1-1. One on, one out, top of the third for Lincoln High. They trail Carney, 4 to nothing in this consolation contest. Marachik, again, not a big lead over at first, looks at the runner. Long stare, now brings the pitch home, and he's high, ball two. Excuse me, ball one, one and one to Chase Martin. Carson Hillhouse will be next as the Lynx looking to get their first run of the ball game across the plate. Kentucky leading UNLV and Minnesota leading Georgia Tech. Two games to none. NCAA Volleyball Tournament already a couple sweeps in these games. Pitches out for ball number two. Now it is two and one. Wisconsin no problem with Weber State. and Texas took care of Wright State in their matchups tonight for the number one seed Badgers. They win at 25-17, 19-15. Next pitch by Marachik, way outside, ball three. Three and one to Chase Martin. So right now they don't want to be giving up any more free passes to the leadoff man. So far, Marachik's been pretty good about that. 3-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and hit into shallow right center field. Drifting over is Conrad and Bruce, and Bruce will take charge and haul it in for out number two. That'll bring up the shortstop, Carson Hillhouse, who also flew out to Bruce for the first out of the ball game. And Crab will return to first, where he stands with two outs here in the top of the third. 4-0, Carney. Marachik checks the batter, checks the runner, and now back to the batter. Marachik steps forward and fires it, swinging a miss, strike one by Hillhouse. Carney will go with eight, nine, and one Welsh Altwine Bober when we get to the bottom of the third inning. We'll see if Garrett Salisbury comes back out there. He has only went two innings, but he's thrown a lot of pitches. And the 0-1 from Marachik. There goes the runner, and it goes right off Welsh's glove to the backstop. That'll be a pass ball. He was anticipating the steal and didn't watch the ball into his glove that time. So, Crab, I'm not even sure that's a pass ball. Probably a stolen base. Runner was already on his way. So, Crab, stolen base. But he's in scoring position here for Hillhouse. One and one. And Marachik fires it home. That's going to be poked out of play. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Lori Rogers, Ryan Bruna, your home real estate agents. Wood River bringing home the team titles in the Shelton Track invite today. Carney again over at Omaha Burke. That usually goes a little later. Should be done by now. And there's one poked in the air to second base. And Reese Bober says, thank you very much. As he waits for it to come down and makes the catch. So no runs on one hit. There were no Carney errors. And there was one man left on base. So we go to the bottom of the third. It's Carney four at Lincoln High nothing. You're listening to the Heartland Athletic Conference Baseball Tournament on ESPN Tri-Cities. 
Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Doug Duda back with you here, reminding you to nominate your top student athletes for the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. You can see this month's winners and all of the winners from this year so far at PlatteRiverPreps.com on the Athlete of the Month tab. Casey Pierce, Pleasanton Basketball, Matt Wiseman, Gibbon Basketball were the March winners of our Athlete of the Month awards. And again, you may have some really great athletes, but if they're not nominated, then we can't award. So please send them in. It's a short, simple process. Check it out at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. Dylan Welsh will stand in there now for Carney as we begin the bottom of the third. The Cats are up 4-0 over Lincoln. And the first pitch to Welsh. Thought about it, but let it go, and it's outside, ball one. He went down swinging on a 3-2 pitch to end the first inning. Garrett Salisbury backed out on the mound. Two strikeouts, but six walks through the first two innings. And the pitch to Welsh is going to be a little low. Ball two. Seth Altwine next, and up top, Reese Bober. As Carney sent eight to the plate in each of the first two innings. Pitch low. Ball three. So the catcher here in this second game for the Bearcats, quickly ahead in the count, three balls and no strikes. Salisbury looking around and now gets that glove in front of his face and goes into the windup for the 3-0 pitch. And there's just a play and catch right down the middle. Real smooth, slow delivery. Strike one to Welsh. See if Salisbury can find a way to throw the same pitch. The 3-1. Low, ball four. The seventh walk of the ball game for Garrett Salisbury. That'll bring up the shortstop, Seth Altwine. And are we going to get a courtesy runner? I think we are for the catcher, Welsh. So he is going to check out of the ball game. And here comes Riley Miller as the courtesy runner for Carney. You can do that again for your pitcher and catcher. So Altwine waits for the switch and now stands in there. So Altwine trying to get a base hit and get that average going in the right direction here. But with Salisbury kind of all over the place, you can't really set on anything. Throw over to first. Miller back in time. 4-0 Carney, bottom of the third, but they have just two hits taking advantage of all those walks. 
And now the first pitch squaring to Bud Altwine drops it down between home plate and the pitcher. Pitcher Salisbury got it, throws him out. Sacrifice bunt for Seth Altwine. That'll move the courtesy runner Miller down to second. So nice job by Salisbury to field his position to the top of the order, Reese Bober. He walked on four pitches and scored in the first and lined out to center field in the second. So his third at bat in three innings. For the leadoff man, Reese Bober, coming into today's baseball game for Carney with a batting average of 302. And the first pitch low but smothered there by the catcher, Gable. Ball one. Salisbury comes off the mound. Gets set. Looks in and fires it outside. Ball number two. 2-0 and oh to Bober. Down there at second base is Dylan Welsh after the walk and the bunt to move him over. The pitch to Bober. He'll take that one for strike one, two and one. Again, this will be the final game. There's no advancement through the backside of the bracket for these teams. You get beat today, you're done. Semifinals set for tomorrow at noon. We'll see what the weather does overnight. There's one lined right at second, picked up there by Damian Rogers, and he'll throw to first for the out. So Bober grounds out for out number two. Advancing over to third will be Dylan Welsh. So Brayden Anderson now stands in there. He's flown out to right, and he walked and scored in the second inning. A reminder that Carney High Baseball brought to you by Good Evans, Live Well, Love Well, GoodEvans.com. So Anderson now with a runner at third, swings and skies one towards center field, and here comes Chase Martin to make the catch. So Carney High in the bottom of the third, no runs on no hits. There was no errors, one man left on via the walk, and we go to the top of the fourth inning. It's Carney four. Lincoln nothing, and our high school baseball brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN. We go to the top of the fourth inning. It'll be the 3-4-5 batters for Lincoln High. Alex Gable, Carson Dunner, and Ethan Warren. 4-0 Kearney 
Here against the links of Lincoln High. Ethan Morachik toes the rubber to start the fourth inning here for the Bearcats. Each team with just two hits in the ballgame as Morachik kicks and fires a fastball outside. Ball one. Gable fouled out to the first baseman, Tanner Johnson, in the first inning. Now ahead in the count, 1-0. Again, the middle infielders at second and short playing really deep. Touching the outfield, turf, fastball outside. Holding it for a while there is Dylan Welsh, but does not change the mind of our home plate umpire. 2-0. Cable looking to get things started here. The leadoff man on in the first and second inning for Lincoln High. Fastball just outside again, ball three. So 3-0. and As Marachik takes a look. Long time here, and now the 3-0 pitch on the way, and there's a strike, 3-1. and one. Carson Dutter on deck, high school baseball on ESPN. Brought to you in part by Five Points Bank of Kearney, Family Physical Therapy, Buffalo Roofing, and Insurance Connection. 4-0 Bearcats. 3-1 pitch now from Marachik to the catcher, Alex Gable. is going to be fouled out of play. Strike two, so the count now full. Marachik trying to battle back after falling down to the count. 3-0. Carney with two in the first, two in the second. Not able to manufacture anything in the third. They go to Omaha for a battle on Monday as they will be taking on Millard North. 3-2 pitch, fouled out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Agents Susan Bice and Mike Lewis. Big thank you to the entire crew there. Three balls, two strikes to the leadoff man here in the fourth in Gable. And here comes Marachik to fire again. That one is going to be hit down the right field line. I don't think it's going to stay in play. Johnson gives it a look, and it's just over the fence. Again, we talked about it at the beginning of the first game today. Here at Hartog, they've now turfed the whole field. It's a beautiful facility here at Lincoln East. There is not a lot of room in foul territory, especially if you compare it to what we have at Memorial Field. It gets skinnier as you get to the outfield instead of wider. That's where the bullpens are in Kearney. Here they have the bullpens behind the fences and the dugouts. So again, a 3-2 pitch. We'll try this for the third time to Gable. And Marachik is low. Ball four. That'll be the first walk issued of the evening by Ethan Marachik. And for the third time in four innings, the leadoff man is aboard here for Lincoln High. And Carson Dutter, the left fielder, comes to the plate. He flew out to Kale Conrad in right to end the first inning of play. Left fielder, Carson Dutter. So we're set to go as Marachik. No lead over there at first at all. Three checks over there. Now finally brings the pitch home. Swung on and missed strike one. Probably be something, if I remember, is to ask Matt Conant in the postgame. Notice that two or three times. There's a difference between holding the runner and being distracted by the runner. I mean, that lead is so minuscule over at first. 0-1 pitch from Marachik. 
Breaking ball outside, they say. Ball one, one and one. Ethan Warren on deck here for the Lynx. Have dropped their last five. They're now four and nine on the season. Everybody hoping to get back to Carney before the precipitation comes in tonight. Fastball up and away. Ball two, two and one. Two balls, one strike, nobody out. Lead-off man aboard here in the top of the fourth. Lincoln just trying to get something going here for the Lynx. Waving the bat, Carson Dutter. And the 2-1 pitch from Marachik. Up, ball three. So, after not walking anyone in the first three innings, a leadoff walk and a 3-1 count now from Marachik. There is some action going on. In the Carney bullpen, I see Riley Miller is throwing. He got the start against GI. And the 3-1 pitch from Marachik is going to be lined into center field. Base hit. Two hopper to Easton Bruce. And Lincoln High has two men on base for the first time in the ball game on their third hit. And Brad Archer coming out of the dugout. And this may have been the intent all along. I mean, Marachik's not pitching bad at all, but we do have two on and nobody out. And usually Coach Archer is not going out there to just chat. We are going to have a pitching change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need a specializing in you. We're at the top of the fourth. Kearney leads Lincoln 4 to nothing, And here comes Riley Miller. We'll talk more about it right after this. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. All right, here is what has happened. Easton Bruce is going to come in and pitch, and then Riley Miller will go out to center field in Bruce's absence. Ethan Marachik goes three-plus innings here. And so Miller will just take over the defensive rollout in center field here in the fourth inning. Two on and nobody out. Two on, nobody out. 
Here in the fourth, and Bruce is ready to bring the first offering home, and it's in there. Fastball strike to Ethan Warren. He singled to start off the second inning. That was the first hit of the ball game for either team. Got lined out in a double play to end that second inning. Bruce grips, fires, high ball one, one and one. Four nothing, Carney here in the top of the fourth. Carney left the bases loaded in the first and second. But then in the third, only sent four men to the plate. Did not plate any runs. And the pitch swung on and missed. Strike two. One and two. And again, not sure. We thought maybe Cal Higgins would get some pitches, but they went to Bruce. And he may, depending if it stays in a seven-inning game, we still may see him. Check swing, no. Ball high. Two and two. Garrett Salisbury, the pitcher for Lincoln High, is on deck, and he's thrown a lot of pitches already in the first three innings of the ball game. Warren now, two balls, two strikes, two on, and he will hit one back out of play. Foul. And the count remains two and two. So Lincoln trying to get something going here. They have not scored a lot of runs this year, so obviously haven't had a lot of big innings, but an opportunity to do something here with your designated hitter. Two and two. Let's see if Bruce tries to throw him something off speed. Two-two pitch. Low. Ball three. Full count to Warren with Gable at second, Dutter at first, Salisbury on deck. Four-nothing Carney, but Lincoln an opportunity to make something happen here. The three-two pitch from Bruce. It is outside a little bit low. And it's a walk to load the bases now with nobody out. So two walks here in the inning, one on each side of the Dutter single, and that'll bring up the pitcher, Garrett Salisbury, who went down swinging in the second inning. Pitcher, number 17, Garrett he was Salisbury. up there kind of hacking, too. I mean, he had some good swings. So Bruce has to be careful. Suicide squeeze. He fouls it back. The runner was coming from third in Alex Gable with the bunt straight back. Strike one. Sometimes that first one's the toughest. They always talk about in the football game, sometimes you got to take that field goal just to get some points on the board. And that's what Coach Byerman was thinking right here, getting a runner at third. Now I imagine we'll see Salisbury swinging away the pitch. Swung on a miss, strike two, 0-2. So bring in some more diesel is Easton Bruce. And the 0-2 now from Bruce with the bases loaded. Swung on and fouled down the right field line, but out of play. Behind the fastball of Carney's number one, Easton Bruce. Playing in at third is Corbin Rich. Wants to cut anything down at the plate. And again, the 0-2. Swung on and missed the curveball. That actually probably was going to catch the plate, so strikeout number one. For Easton Bruce, gets it with the bases loaded here in the fourth. And that'll bring up the third baseman, Tanner Leadley. He smoked one at Corbin Rich. And then he was able to throw over to first and double off Ethan Warren, lined into a double play. So the left-handed hitter in there against the left-handed pitcher, Bruce. Swung on it. (laughs) Down the third baseline. And that made Alex Gable dance a little bit, even though it wasn't all that close to him. 0-1. 0-1. Oh 
Bases jacked here. Carney trying to get around it. Bruce's pitch, big curveball, not going to get the call. That had a lot of 12-6 movement on it. Ball one, one and one. Boston Workman on deck. 4-0 Carney, top of the fourth, but the first legitimate threat for Lincoln High. Working quickly, Bruce, the 1-1. Fastball, got the call over the outside corner, strike two. Lincoln High, not a big fan of that one. Good job there by Dylan Welsh, the catcher, just to bring it back in a little bit. One and two now to Leadley from Bruce. Swung on and fouled down the left field line again. So he's getting a bat on it. Can Bruce just throw one by him? Or does he try another big over-the-top curveball? Lincoln looking for their first run of the ball game. Scored just one earlier today in the 11-1 loss to GI. Bruce squares up and ready to bring home another 1-2 pitch to Leadley, and he'll foul that same spot off the fence over here behind third down the left field line. Did we... Somebody thought that a Bach was called, but I haven't seen anything. That's what happened. Okay, we did have a Bach, and Brad Archer wants to know what happened. So a Bach with the bases loaded. My spotters were right on top of that one. We had a Bach earlier today. And Coach Archer wants to know where it was with Easton Bruce. Those are always so hard. I mean, did you not come set? He didn't quick pitch. And Coach Archer still discussing with the home plate umpire. Home plate umpire kind of looking at Coach Archer as he walks away. And back to the dugout. So, an unusual call with the bases loaded to get the first run of the game in for Lincoln is a balk. So, no pitch. 1-2 to Leadley again. 4-1 now, Carney. Easton Bruce now brings home the 1-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. Foul tipped, held by the catcher. Strike three. So back-to-back strikeouts here around the block for Bruce. And that'll bring up the first baseman, Boston Workman. Workman grounded out to the shortstop, Seth Altwine, to start the third. Runners at second and third. A base hit makes it a game. The pitch takes the fastball for strike one. One run, one hit couple of walks in the box here. Bruce on in relief of Ethan Marachik, who will be charged for the run, ironically. Strike two. 0-2. So a pitch away from getting out of this bases loaded, nobody out jam for Easton Bruce. And Easton the wind of the pitch. Fastball swung on and missed, so he strikes out the side, but one run. On one hit, there were no Carney errors, and two men left on base. We go to the bottom of the fourth. It's Carney four, Lincoln High one on ESPN Tri Cities. 
Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. And as we told you earlier, the Carney Boys soccer team, a 3-1 win over Norfolk today. The Carney Boys golf team, the runner-up to Grand Island at the Hastings Invite. Some Central Conference tournament action on the girls' side. Northwest beats York 3-0. Aurora over Seward 5-0. Central Conference boys, Aurora over Holdridge 2-1. And York beat Northwest in a shootout by a score of 4-3. Nebraska volleyball today, a straight set winner over Texas State, 25-18-17-20 and 20 to advance to the Sweet 16 against Baylor on Sunday. We go to the bottom of the fourth, Carney 4 and Lincoln 1, Kale Conrad, Tanner Johnson, Easton Bruce here for the Bearcats against the starting pitcher, Garrett Salisbury. First pitch of the fourth inning to Conrad is in there for strike one. Conrad reached on an error and scored in the first and singled and scored in the second. 0-1. And the pitch. Low. Ball one. One and one. Carney eight and ten. The Lynx four and nine. Again, they played just this last Saturday a 13-1 Carney victory. A little more work here. And the pitch is a curveball. Back door. Didn't get there. Ball two, two and one. If you joined us late, Salisbury has walked seven Carney batters and the Cats left the bases loaded in both the first and the second. Could have blown it open, didn't, and now you've got kind of a game. Foul ball out of play brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Two balls, two strikes to the Carney right fielder, Cale Conrad. Two balls, one strike to the Carney right fielder, Cale Conrad. No, it's two and two. The first pitch was a strike. So two balls, two strikes. And the pitch to Conrad. Breaking ball off the end of the bat towards third. It's off the heel of Leadley, and that's going to be an error. And again, that's just one of those that it's the cue shot that you hear about so bad. It had all kinds of spins off the turf, and then it just ate up on the heel of the glove. Still goes as an error. And Carney High has the leadoff man here in the fourth. Number nine, Tanner, Johnson. Tanner Johnson. He has watched eight pitches go by. Walked both times. I think if I was Tanner, if it was in the zip code here, I'd be taking a swing. <laughs> he is ready to swing that baseball bat. Conrad short lead away from first. They throw over. He falls on the bag. Again, there's not a lot of running out there from either of the baseball teams. I think we have one stolen base. Bober had it to lead off the game because they didn't pay attention to him. Salisbury. 
to Johnson. Swung on and ripped into right field. First pitch he saw, first strike he saw, and he gets a base hit. I, I, I'm not saying that I'll be next week out of the broadcast booth coaching with Mr. Archer, but it's a possibility. Number one, Bearcat pitcher, Easton Bruce. Easton Bruce now, who started in center and is doing the pitching, stands in there. So a base hit for Johnson, moves Conrad to second. Bruce singled his last time up and drove in two. Here he'll have one bounce in front of him. There's a wild pitch, and the runners advance on to second and third. 1-0, Bruce. Flew out to center in the first and then singled into right in the second, driving in Anderson and Conrad. Two in the first, two in the second for Carney. The lone run for Lincoln High was in the top of this inning. 4-1, Bearcats. Trying to pick up another win here today in Lincoln. And the 1-0 inside, and it's ball two. 2-0. The Lynx, just because of the pitch count, have to be getting awful close to going to getting Garrett Salisbury. 2-0 pitch now. Going to be skied in the air towards left center field. Dutter comes over. He'll haul it in. Sacrifice fly, tagging up, and scoring will be Kale Conrad. Staying at second is Tanner Johnson. So a sacrifice fly and an RBI for Easton Bruce. First out here at the bottom of the fourth, and Carney gets the run back. It's 5-1. to one. Max Myers playing left field here in game number two. We'll stand in there. Myers walked in the first. He struck out but reached base in the second. And technically that goes down as an error on the pitcher, I believe. So that was an E1. The only error that they have. And there's one rifled into right center field. Can they get to it? No, that's going to go all the way to the wall. Max Myers, look at some speed here. Keep going, young man. He rounds second. He's going to try to take it into third at a stand-up triple for Max Myers. And it is one, Carney. There's one that didn't get too high in the air. He squared it up. And a couple hops off that right center field wall. So Myers with the RBI triple. Carney, third baseman. Driving in Tanner Johnson. And it's now 6-1. to one. Corbin Rich stands in. Rich walked with the bases loaded in the first and flew out to center in the second. Stands in there now with another run just 90 feet away and one out. Salisbury's pitch, curveball. Say it stayed high, ball one. Dylan Welsh on deck. 6-1 Carney. And Garrett Salisbury checks the runner at third. They're not holding him on the pitch. Rich takes that one for a strike. One and one. Salisbury was actually ahead in the count on Corbin Rich 0-2 before he lost him in that first inning to the walk. 1-1 pitch to Rich. Outside, nice job by Gable, the catcher, to block it. And keep the runner down at third. Two balls, one strike, one out. Bottom of the fourth, already two runs across, and another runner at third. Carney up 6-1 over Lincoln. Garrett Salisbury has gone the distance so far for Lincoln High. And the pitch swung on and hit into right center field again in that short little gap, and it's going to drop and bounce over the right fielder's head. And into second base will be Corbin Rich with a little bit of a belly slide, water slide type of a belly slide there. And an RBI single for Corbin Rich. 
I don't know, maybe that is a double, but I think uh, because it bounced over his head, I don't know how to put that one down. Nonetheless, it's an RBI, and Max Myers comes around to score, and Carney has put up a three spot here to go up 7-1. And Dylan Welsh will come into the ballgame. And bat struck out and then walked. And coming into the game will be Creed Martin. Martin is going to be the courtesy runner here, or maybe just the straight pinch runner for Corbin Rich. Because Rich is the third baseman, so Martin will come in to run. 7-1 Carney. Carney has put together three hits now here in the inning off Salisbury after just having a total of two in the first three innings. Still one out. And Creed Martin over here in scoring position. Salisbury checks the runner, now brings it home. Fastball swung on mightily and fouled out of play by Welsh. Strike one. Owen won the count. He's right in there waiting for the next pitch from Salisbury. 7-1 to Carney. little breathing room now finally here in the fourth. And the pitch. Breaking ball in there for strike two. 0-2 to Welsh. Seth Altwine is on deck. Welsh looking to put the ball in play for the first time here this evening. Down to the count 0-2. And Salisbury drops down sidearm and goes outside. Ball one. Conrad reached on an error. Johnson singled. Bruce with a sacrifice fly, then a Myers triple, and Corbin Rich drove him in. 1-2 now to Welsh. On the way, and that bounces for ball two, two and two. Tomorrow back in studio for the Doug and Daddy show, 11 o'clock, David Jones, the track coach at Hastings High among our guests. Their boys ranked number one in the state right now. Plus, getting you ready for the weekend. The pitch outside, and now the count is full. So Welsh, after being down 0-2, has worked at full. High school baseball here on ESPN, brought to you in part by Great Western Bank, Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Hellman, Maine, Kostler and Cottle, and Family Physical Therapy. And the 3-2 pitch to Dylan Welsh. The lefty waits, and the breaking ball called. Strike three over the outside corner, and he'll go down on strikes for the second out of the inning. That is the third strikeout of the ball game for Salisbury. And shortstop Seth Altwine flew out to right and then dropped down a sacrifice bunt his last time up. And we're going to have a walk to the mound, and that might be it for Salisbury here. Yep. With two outs in the fourth, the pitching change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. We'll talk about the change here with Carney leading it 7-1 to in the bottom of the fourth on ESPN Tri-Cities. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out. 
Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. And the new pitcher will be the center fielder, Chase Martin. Garrett Salisbury, three and two-thirds inning, five hits, three strikeouts, seven walks. He's given up the seven runs, and the runner at second is his responsibility. That is Creed Martin, who is pinch running for Corbin Rich, who had the hit. Centura boys, Donovan Trumbull girls. Our winners at the Ravenna track meet today, Aurora Boys and McCook Girls, taking at the Dutch Zorn at Gothenburg. Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. And the first pitch from Chase Martin will be fouled out of play by Seth Altwine. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. The count is 0-1. Runner at second. There are now two outs here in the bottom of the fourth. Three already plated by Carney. They're up 7-1. to one. Altwine waiting on the pitch from Martin. Wanted to call time. Did he get time called? I think they're just going to say it's a ball. So one ball, one strike. Worked out for Altwine. And Martin out of the stretch. 1-1 pitch. Curveball bounces in the dirt. State in front of the catcher trying to get down to third and getting in there safely is Martin. Gable threw it down, but not quite in time. And a wild pitch. Two balls, one strike. And run number eight sets 90 feet away. Lincoln trying to hang in there and play a full game here. They haven't been able to do that much lately. A lot of five-inning contests. Over the top curveball. Got the call on the strike. Boy, that had a, a lot of wiffle ball action to it right there. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs to Altwine. Fastball hit into center field. Coming over will be Salisbury, and he dropped it. Didn't get there in time, and that's the first attempt he had since going out there from the pitcher spot. And an error. That'll be the second of the ball game here. Altwine will take it. He's at first. And the fourth run of the inning comes across for Carney High. They're now up 8-1. to one. So Reese Bober, he is going to get a chance to do something you don't do very often, bat in all four of the first innings. But he's looking for his first hit, walked and scored in the first, lined out to center, grounded out to second. 
Throw over to first, and Altwine is in there. Bober waiting on the first pitch from the relief pitcher, Chase Martin. Fastball in there, but just outside. Boy, that looked pretty good. Ball one. So Lincoln High, who scratched out a run to the top, 4-1, attainable score, but now they're down 8-1. And a long bottom of the fourth. Throw over to first and back in there is Altwine. Long look in at the catcher, Alex Gable, for Chase Martin. Finally comes set. And the pitch. The 1-0 count. Big curveball. That one stayed up top. Ball two, 2-0. Two and oh. To the Kearney second baseman, Reese Bober. Four in the inning and an 8-1 lead for Kearney. Hershey Tennis beat Kearney Catholic today by a score of 6-3. to three. Just got that result in. Again, Kearney, Kearney Catholic baseball, but staying with the Kearney high. They do have a few stars that are on the team. Pitches outside, ball three. Three and 3-0 to Bober. Again, we got about a 40-minute late start because we had an extra inning game before this. The 3-0 pitch taking. They'll throw down to first and getting away. Altwine, it is a strike. The throw down there was a little wide. Workman had to go grab it to keep it from getting into right field, but they had him leaning on that 3-0. Three balls and one strike. Again, East survived Lincoln North Star 10-9, the number one seed to advance on. They were down 7-0. Big breaking ball in there for strike two, 3-2 and two to Bober. And it was also 9-4 going into the bottom of the sixth. And East scored three in the sixth and two in the seventh to tie it. And then a two-out, two-strike hit in the bottom of the eighth to win it. 3-2 pitch with two outs. The runner Altwine will be going. Here's the pitch. It bounces. Second finals, Lincoln Pius the 10th threw a no-hitter to beat Columbus 4-0. Southwest beat Lincoln Southeast 7-4, and Archbishop Bergen beat Grand Island 7-1. And Brad Archer in to talk to the home plate umpire. And I think we're going to get a runner out there for Bober. And checking in will be Dawson Stutz. And he's played second base, so this will be a straight switch. Dawson Stutz will come in and run and most likely stay in the ball game at second base. So two on, two out. Braden Anderson flew out to right in the first, walked and scored in the second, flew out to center in the third. And he's got ducks on the pond here. Fastball right down the heart. Called strike one. Took it all the way. 8-1, Carney. They're looking for more. A four spot in the inning. Extra base hit makes it interesting. And that's going to be fouled down the right field line. Looks like it should get out of play. Giving it chase is Kai Crab, But it does get over the fence. And so Anderson is down on the count 0-2. Back to first, Dawson Stutz. Back to second, Seth Altwine. Designated hitter looking for his first hit of the ball game. 
Set it up way outside. Here's Chase Martin's pitch to him. And off the right field side of the play, it's going to be just foul. That pitch was outside. He went with it, lined it down the right field line, but just pushed it enough to fall foul and stay in the ballpark. There's only about, what, 20 feet over there between the foul line and the fence. So he didn't miss it by much, but he has to trot back and try it again here. Chase Martin on in relief of Garrett Salisbury. Facing his third batter here. The previous two reaching an error and a walk. Again, the 0-2 pitch for Anderson. And a Bach is going to be called. They were dancing down there. Nobody was covering second base. And it almost looked like Altwine was going to take off, and he caught the eye of Chase Martin. So each team now has been called for a Bach. It's actually the reason that Lincoln High scored. The bases were loaded, and a Bach was called on Carney. So now runners at second and third. Still low two to Anderson. Curveball. He's going to wait on it and fist it in a left field. Base hit. One run will score. They'll send the second runner, and they'll just hold the ball and no throw to the plate, and that'll make it 10-1. to one. So now it gets interesting for a 10-run rule. Carney still needs another one. But that is a two-RBI staying alive on the curveball for Braden Anderson. And that'll bring up Kale Conrad as we bat around, and he comes to the plate for the second time. He started all this by reaching on an error. He cued one off the end of his bat that the third baseman couldn't handle. Now he stands in there and swings one down the third baseline, just foul again. Oh, very close to extra bases again. But strike one, 0-1-1 to Conrad. Conrad has actually reached each time on an error in the first, on a single in the second, and on an error in the fourth. In his first at bat, three errors now on Lincoln High. The 0-1 pitch, big curveball, too high that time. He's getting breaking action on it, Chase Martin is. That one was just up in the zone. One ball, one strike. Tanner Johnson would be next, although I don't see him on deck. There's nobody on deck. Conrad waving the bat, swing and a miss. Strike two. One and two. Anderson down there at first base. No thoughts of taking off and trying to get in scoring position. And the one-two pitch now to Conrad. Another breaking ball up and away. Two and two. Already six across here in the inning for Carney. The tenth man to come to the plate is Cale Conrad. He'd like to get the eleventh man up there in Johnson. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. The runner at first. And the pitch. Another breaking ball, and he cues that one down the third baseline. They'll call it fair. It bounces off the but he's safe. I don't think it hit the bag. And so runners now at first and second and an error down there at third base. Got a feel for Mr. Leadley down there. He's had a couple of bad bounces over to him. And the fourth error of the ball game. So, Conrad has reached three times on errors. Attention, please. Now hitting for Johnson. And coming in for Carney High, Cash Roseberry will stand in there. 37, Roseberry. 
with the potential 10-run lead standing at second. And now this, you're listening to High School Baseball, brought to you in part by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. It's 10-1 Kearney in the bottom of the fourth here in the Hack Tournament on ESPN Tri-Cities. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. This landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Nathan Richardson will come in for Chase Martin, and it appears they'll keep Martin in the dugout. He started in center field, and then starting pitcher Garrett Salisbury went out there and took his place. Lincoln trying to just get one more out. Carney trying to get one more run, and then three in the top of the inning, and they could finish it off here 11-1. to It'll be up to Cash Roseberry, who's going to come in and get a chance to hit here. Roseberry, pretty disciplined player at the plate. Of course, his big brother, Ty, at UNK, and went on to the Huskers. Both the Carney boys and girls were winners today at the Omaha Central Track Invitational. Producer engineer Jeff Babel keeping us up to date on everything else that's going on around the area. So, at second is Anderson. At first is Conrad. Still two outs here. And Cash Rose been there against the new pitcher, Nathan Richardson. And the first pitch... To Roseberry. Breaking ball bounces in front of the plate. That will allow the runners to go. There was a huge lead already from Anderson, and he'll advance on the wild pitch. 1 0 to Roseberry. Again, Carney High now with their 12th man of the inning at the plate. And the 1 0 to Roseberry. Check swing down the first baseline. Foul. 1 and 1. Carney lost the first game today, 2-1. to one. Pitchers duel the Lincoln North Star. Braden Anderson, tough luck loss, but they managed just three hits. Grand Island beat this Lincoln team 11-1. The 1-1 pitch now to Roseberry. Curve ball, stays up, ball two. Little in as well, two ball. Easton Bruce is on deck should they need him. Carney hoping that they can get more here. The 2-1 pitch to Roseberry. Fastball 
Over the outer corner, taken for strike two, two and boo. Two balls, two strikes to the pinch hitter, Cash Roseberry. Runners now at second and third. Anderson at third, Conrad at second. And the 2-2 pitch to Roseberry. Breaking ball bounces again, but blocked by Gable to make sure that the potential winning run didn't come in. And it's full to Roseberry. Three and two. Ton of walks so far issued in this game from the pitching staff of Lincoln High. Seven by Salisbury. Martin gave up one. And that first batter that Nathan Richardson has faced. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Runners at second and third here in the bottom of the fourth. And the payoff pitch now to Roseberry. On the way, fastball called, strike three. And that'll be the end of the bottom of the fourth. Six runs, though, come across the plate here for Carney High. They are able to pound out four hits. We did have a couple of errors in the inning and two men left on. So after four, Carney 10, Lincoln 1, high school baseball brought to you in part by Great Western Bank, making life great. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. All right, we are back here where Cal Higgins, the ace of the staff, they were hoping would start if they won to play Lincoln East. They want to get him a little bit of work, so he comes in here now in the top of the fifth, and he'll face Kai Crabb, the number nine hitter, to start the top of the fifth. And the first pitch is swung on and missed, strike one. Right field. Oh, and win. Then Chase Martin, uh, who has been replaced by Nathan Richardson. So we'll see how yeah, Richardson is. Got a bat, so he'll be in there. And then Carson Hillhouse. Next pitch is a little low. Ball one. One and one to Crab. Crab did single in his only plate appearance back in the third inning. One ball, one strike. Higgins swung on and missed. Strike two, one and two. He came in and Finished up the game Tuesday against Grand Island. Lincoln High, one run, three hits. And the one-two from Higgins just brings him the heat, and he takes it down the middle for strike three. So Crabb will go down on a called third strike. 
And that'll go to the top of the order. It'll be Nathan Richardson checking in here. Nathan Richardson. He came on in relief, got the out there in the bottom of the fourth to finally end that half-hour-long inning for Kearney High. 10-1 Bearcats. Still only six hits, though. Fastball, Higgins. Going to say was a little low. Two Richardson, ball one. Higgins dreaming of a 1-2-3 inning. Might also be dreaming of three strikeouts, but we're back at the top of the order. The 1-0 to Richardson. Swung on a miss, strike one, one and one. Lincoln High trying to snap a five-game losing streak, setting it four and nine after the loss to Grand Island earlier today. Carney High trying to pick up their ninth win. They're eight and ten coming in. Big nasty curveball swung on and missed. Strike two. Richardson not afraid to go attack the baseball. One ball, two strikes. You're listening to KXPN Carney. Amherst. And Odessa and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Doug Duda with you on this Thursday night. The pitch from Higgins swung on and fouled at the plate. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Rhonda Johnson, Mike Lewis among your agents. When we're done, the new West post-game show. Final stats, quick chat with assistant coach Matt Connett, and then we'll be headed west. As some folks said, there's school tomorrow. And the pitch from Higgins, big breaking ball, kind of slipped out of his hand, stayed outside. He was looking for a big hook on that, and Higgins will be even in the count now. Two balls and two strikes to Nathan Richardson. Top of the fifth, bases clear, one out. Higgins pitch, fastball outside, ball three, three and two. Dylan Welsh doing the catching. I'm not sure that he has caught Higgins this year. That's usually not the way it matches up. And the 3-2 pitch from Higgins, down the middle, strike three, swung on and missed. Two up, two down, both via the strikeout, and that'll bring up the shortstop, Carson Hillhouse. He's flown out to center, and he has popped up to the second baseman, who is now Dawson Stutz. He does stay in there at second base. So Higgins hoping to get this one retired, and Carney hoping they can scratch one across to the top of the or bottom of the fifth. And the first pitch from Higgins, fastball. Right down the pipe for strike one. Carney playing in a little more shallow in the outfield right now, especially in center and right, not expecting anybody to get a good swing on Higgins. The pitch is low, ball one. One ball, one strike. Again, Nebraska winner earlier today in straight sets in the NCAA Volleyball Tournament over Texas State. Look at some other scores for you as the fastball is up. Ball two, two and one to Hillhouse. If he can reach, then Alex Gable, the catcher, will come aboard. There have been no upsets. We can just tell you that so far today. A couple of five setters. Swung on and missed. Strike two. Washington was pushed to five sets today. And Baylor was pushed to five sets today. That's who Nebraska will play in the Sweet 16, Baylor Bears, on Sunday. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Higgins, fastball, and they actually got a bat on one. It's out of play down the right field line, and we'll do it again. Two and two. Carney with two in the first, two in the second, and six in the fourth. Higgins brings it home. Curveball got him waving at that one. And it's just when Cal's on 
fun to watch a lot of the good pitchers when they're on. So he strikes out the side. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on. Three Ks. Carney needs one run to win the ball game. We go to the bottom of the fifth. Carney 10. And Lincoln High 1. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas, ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school baseball, including Fanatics, Johnson Landscape, Great Western Bank, Buffalo Roofing, among our many sponsors. And back out there warming up is Nathan Richardson. He got the final out of the fourth inning. And Carney coming here in the bottom of the fifth. Leading it by a score of 10 to 1. Easton Bruce will lead things off. And then it'll be Max Myers and Corbin Rich, unless Coach Archer pinch hits. And I can tell you this Coach Archer is second to no one in hoping they can end the game right here. A long time warming up here, though. Of course, he does get the extra couple of pitches. As the home plate umpire comes out and says, okay, boys, let's get the ball in. And I believe we may have a couple of defensive changes out there. We'll try and pick those up for you if we can. Rogers over there playing at second base. Throws the ball in, and now we're ready to get things going here. In the bottom of the fifth, the left-hander, Easton Bruce, flew out Easton to center, Bruce. a two-RBI single, and then a sacrifice fly. He's got three ribbies, and he takes a hack at the first one here and fouls it out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Amy Johnson, Lori Rogers, Ryan Bruna among the crew. A one pitch from Richardson. Takes that one outside, ball one, one and one. To Easton Bruce. Looking to get the leadoff man in and the pitch. Big curveball. Bruce knew it. It is going to be a ball, though. It's a pretty good breaker, two and one. We are going to have Carney pinch hitting, I believe, as the pitch goes outside corner strike two so the count now even at two and two on Easton Bruce need to get the leadoff man aboard here for Carney let's see if Easton can get the job done the 2-2 pitch from Richardson way outside ball three and the count is full 
Nolan Smith, it looks like, is on deck for Myers. And the 3-2 pitch to Bruce, swung on and skied in the air down first base. Where's it at? Can they find it? Nobody in the lights. First baseman comes over and makes the catch, Boston Workman. Catcher couldn't locate it, but he probably wasn't going to get to it anyway. And Bruce fouls out to the first baseman for the first out. And that'll bring up number 29, Nolan Smith. He'll come in and bat for Max Myers. Myers today was one for two. He singled. He reached on an error, and then he tripled homer run and scored in the fourth. So Smith checking in with the home plate umpire. And kind of like everything here the last hour, it's taken a while. The New West Post Game Show coming up next on ESPN, but will it be after the fifth, or will we still have a little bit of baseball ahead of us? Carney trying to get the 10-run rule here. They're up 10-1. And the first pitch to Smith, swung on and fouled straight back, 0-1. Corbin Rich is on deck. Again, the top four seeds all advance to the semifinals. East will play Pius, and Bergen will play Southwest. Breaking ball outside, ball one. One and one to Smith. 10-1, Carney. Game that is just at two hours old. We started 40 minutes late tonight. Again, our coming back 10-9. Curveball here. Gets a generous inside corner call. And it's one and two to Nolan Smith. The pinch hitter here in the bottom of the fifth for the Bearcats. Richardson, the third pitcher of the game for Lincoln. Fastball right on it, but fouled it straight back. Smith will still be there. One ball, two strikes. Getting a little more quiet right now as Richardson tries to get the strikeout here of Nolan Smith. Smith trying to put the ball in place. Fouled a few back. One, two pitch high. Ball two, two. So Smith battling at the plate here. Trying to earn maybe a little more playing time if he can get a base hit here. Two balls, two strikes, one out. Nobody on here in the bottom of the fifth. The pitch to Smith. Curveball hit towards first, a slow roller. It's nabbed there by the first baseman, Morkman, and he'll step on the bag for out number two as he takes it himself. So two up, two down here in the fifth, and that'll bring up Corbin Rich. He re-entered the ball game after being pinch ran for last time. He played at third base defensively last half inning. So Rich walked in the first, flew out to center in the second, Single in a run in the fourth, and then Bearcat, the pinch runner for him, which was Creed Martin, I believe, uh, came in to score. 10-1 Carney here in the bottom of the fifth, but nobody on two outs. He's going to be high ball one, 1-0. One oh. Long day of baseball here at Den Hartog in Lincoln. Got underway at noon, three games. Carney playing two of them here. Northstar playing two of them. We're about nine hours in. The pitch swung on and hit towards right field. Should be playable. Back, back, back. Sticking at second will be Corbin Rich on the air of the right fielder. So the errors are starting to mount up. 
And now let's see if Dylan Welsh looks like he's going to come up there, but he is 0 of 2, struck out twice and walked once. Field here. Altwine is on deck, the number eight hitter for Carney, the catcher, Dylan Welsh. And the pitch called strike over the outside third of the plate. Each team has had a balk, and now we're going to have a change of the baseball. Richardson requesting, so home plate umpire throws it out there to him. This is KXPN Carney, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance at Den Hartug out here at Lincoln East. The 0-1 pitch to Welsh. Breaking ball, no. Ball one. And the 1-1. Richardson out of the stretch. They're not holding on the base runner. Fastball hit into center field. Pretty well hit. Can it find the gap? And it is down, and that is the ball game. 11-1 on a base hit into right center. Dylan Welsh's first hit of the game is enough to end this one. Carney High wins it by a score of 11-1 to improve to 9-10 for Lincoln High. They fall for the second time here in the week to Carney. It was 13-1 on Saturday. They've dropped six in a row now to go to 4-10. and 10. We'll have the new West postgame show coming your way next here on ESPN, Tri-Cities, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. And welcome back to Dan Hartug Field at Lincoln as we are ready to bring you 
The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Carney beats Lincoln High by a score of 11-1, to and assistant coach Matt Connett joins us here. And it wasn't pretty from an offensive standpoint, but, Coach, when you got a kid that's walking a lot of guys, seven walks in those first three innings from their starting pitcher, it's hard to maybe get an eye on it. I know there's one way to look at it, and there's another way to look at it. You've struggled hitting the ball, but you took advantage of some walks and then kind of left the bases loaded. Could have blown it open early and, and didn't. Uh, your assessment of what happened here tonight? Well, yeah, the base runners are obviously nice to come by because we find those hard to come by quite quite frequently. Um, so if, they're, if we're getting them easier than normal, that's going to be a good thing, obviously. Big thing here was is maybe putting a few more balls in play than we normally do. Um, when we do have those guys on base, like you said, we could have blown it open maybe a little bit sooner, but but uh, we didn't there till late. So, Matt, what kind of a, um, I guess, what kind of team do you have? Because what happened in that basically four hours between the games? Uh, were they having fun? Were they disappointed? Were they both? Uh, what was the kind of the mood having to come back and, and play tonight in a consolation game? Yeah, well, the you know, the, this consolation game's tough, just the way it's set up, just because, like you said, we did have those four hours off. You know, we went, we took them, you know, we went to, to South Point there and, and uh, they, they kind of did their thing for a while. Um, you know, the mood was fine. I mean, they, these guys do a fairly good job of, of brushing things off. Um, you know, I'd like to see it maybe a little bit more mid-game doing that instead of when the game's over. But, uh, you know, they, they, they bounced back pretty quickly and, and uh, you know, they knew that, that we were going to have Ethan on the mound and then follow him up with, with a couple other guys. So, I mean, they knew we'd, we'd be competitive on the mound. So it was just a matter of, of putting balls in play and trying to put them in play hard. Well, again, Easton and Cal did their job in relief. Uh, Ethan hasn't, because he missed a, a good chunk of the season so far, hasn't got a lot of opportunities. What would you see from him tonight? Well, he's just kind of slowly, you know, we're slowly getting him back here. I mean, Ethan Ethan's the guy who puts a lot of work in. Um, on, on his own time. I mean, he, he, he kind of embraces that pitcher-only role pretty well. Um, you know, does a lot of the little things that, that maybe a position guy doesn't doesn't do on a regular basis. Um, you know, he, he, he cares a lot about what he does, and he puts he puts the work in on, on his own. All right, now uh, done for the tournament. Uh, back in action on the road Monday to Millard North. Next week, Creighton Prep comes in. Uh, you're heading down the home stretch of the, of the season here with uh, a bunch of games that uh, are winnable and losable. You got a lot of guys that are not 15 and one, and you don't have a lot of guys that are two and 15. Yeah. Uh, what what was the message to the kids here as you get ready to come back next week? Well, I mean, it's kind of the same thing all year. I mean, we've just we've got to figure out how to get base runners consistently. Um, it's one thing we just don't do. I mean, we give a lot of you know, six, seven, eight pitch innings to the other team. And, and and even though those balls might be put in play hard, just right at guys, you know, those, you give up seven, you know, you give them a seven pitch inning. That That's a, that's awesome for an opposing pitching staff because you gained pretty much an entire inning later on in the game. You know, we just need to work counts a little bit better, uh, be a little more patient, make sure we're swinging at our pitch. We're still chasing those pitches. Uh, early in the count, you know, those less than two strike counts, we're, we're chasing those pitches that we shouldn't be going after. 
Is that trying to get base hits for a team that isn't getting base hits? Uh, is it something else? I mean, are they anxious up there? Are they they want to they want to generate something, or is it something else altogether? Well, I think it's maybe a little bit of both. I mean, it's 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 pressing a little bit. I mean, you know, Ando's had two two one losses here, and he's he's pitched he's dynamite in both. I thought. Um, really good two starts ago and you know these guys you know they want it they, they, they'd like to get him a win especially anybody that's out there and they're throwing well and and they know it's they know it's on it's on them I mean you should be able to hold a team to two runs and win a, win a baseball game with especially with metal bats yeah um, but uh, you know it's probably a little bit of pressing and then at the same time it's it's developing that plan and I've said this before you know these, these guys it's been a while since these guys have played a, a baseball game that matters and you know every every game in the spring matters you know in the summer we've got you know those eight district seed games you know so for the guys that play in the summer you know it comes down to those eight games for your district seed every one of these matters and it's still kind of changing that thinking a little bit you know away from from covid ball last last summer and then you know the guys that played in the fall you know now now all of a sudden every single game matters and, and that mentality is sometimes hard to flip that switch for them um, but you know, if every game matters, that means, you know, every pitch and every at-bat's going to matter, too. All right. Everybody wants to get home, so we'll let you uh, get them warmed up and get them going and headed west. And uh, good luck at Millard. We'll see you next Thursday. Yep. Thanks for the coverage. You bet. Coach it. Matt Connett joining us here on the New West Post Game Show. We'll give you the final numbers and wrap it up from Lincoln right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Back on the New West postgame show for Lincoln High. They managed one run in the baseball game on three hits. Carney had just the one error, and there were four men left on base for Lincoln High. Ethan Morachik will pick up the win. He went three-plus innings, giving up one run, three hits, walked one, struck out one. Easton Bruce came in in relief, one inning, three strikeouts at a walk, and Cal Higgins pitched the fifth and struck out the side. Uh, three straight strikeouts for Higgins, and Lincoln High will now fall to 4-10. and ten. For Carney High, I had him 11 runs, 7 hits. There were 6 Lincoln errors. Carney left 10 men on base. 
Garrett Salisbury, three and two-thirds innings, takes the loss. He had five hits, struck out three, but walked seven. Chase Martin threw a third of an inning, gave up one hit and one walk, and Nathan Richardson threw one inning, gave up the game-winning hit there. That was the only hit, and he had one strikeout. Overall, offensively, for Carney today with all those walks in there, we had a lot of batters reach base, uh, but not a lot of base hits. Braden Anderson was one for three with a two-RBI single, a walk, and a run scored. For Cale Conrad, he reached three times on errors and then also had a single. He scored three runs in the baseball game. For Tanner Johnson, he was one for one with two walks, a single, and a run scored. Easton Bruce was one for four in the ball game with three RB, one for three because he had a sacrifice fly and a two RBI single. For Max Myers, he was one for two. He walked and had an RBI triple and scored. Corbin Rich was one for three with an RBI single. He scored twice as he reached on an air. Dylan Welsh, one single. That was the final at bat and drove in the winning run. Carney High wins it by a score of 11-1 to to improve to 9-10 and 10 on the season. And as we said, for the Carney High Bearcats, they go to Millard North Monday. They return home one week from today for a 3 o'clock doubleheader with Omaha Creighton Prep that we'll have for you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. And then next Saturday, they go to Norfolk to play Grand Island for the third time and Omaha South. For Lincoln North Star, they've got a game with Grand Island, a makeup on Monday, and then they have the Lincoln East Tournament next weekend. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll be back with you next Thursday for high school baseball. And for our producer engineer back at the studios, Jeff Babel, I'm Doug Duda. Again, Carney wins at 11-1. Good night from the Hack Tournament in Lincoln. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.